Well, hey, everybody, it's Chris, and welcome back to a special bonus episode of the Beyond Church podcast. If you've been tracking with us for the last couple of weeks, we've been finishing up a series called Making Sense of God. And the reason we've been doing this series is because we believe that making sense of God will help you make the best sense of your life. And over the course of this series on Sunday nights, we've been looking at four big ideas. In part one, we looked at the idea of meaning. In part two, we looked at the idea of freedom. In part three, we looked at the idea of suffering. And in part four, as we close the series out, we looked at the idea of doubt. And we understand that with a series like this, it's very difficult to cover all the possible questions and all the possible issues that people will have when it comes to making sense of God. Really, our heart and the reason that we put the series together is because we believe that if you make sense of God, you'll make the best sense of your life. If there is a God, if there is a creator to this universe, as we believe, then better understanding God will help you make the best sense of your life. And so, we're releasing a uh, three bonus podcasts. They're just going to be a little bit shorter uh, than our messages. They'll probably be about five to seven minutes in length. And, and in the next couple of episodes, you're going to uh, hear us kind of continue this into a couple of different areas. And to get the ball rolling in our first bonus podcast, we're going to look at this idea of exclusivity. Because uh, often uh, Christianity and Jesus particularly can be a real challenge because it seems like such an exclusive re- uh, uh, religion, an exclusive worldview. And the, the reason that it's thought this way is because of the words of Jesus himself in John chapter 14, verse 6, where, where Jesus is speaking to one of his disciples, one of his dirty dozen, a guy named Tom. And, and he says to this to Thomas, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. And that's a pretty confronting statement because uh, it's not an inclusive statement. It's a very exclusive statement. It says, hey, there's one way to God. There's one way of understanding the world. And, and what I wanted to do uh, today is I wanted to look at, at three different claims to an all-inclusive worldview. And then I wanted to give you uh, one application, one way that you can test the claims that Jesus made in John 14, 6, saying that I am the way, the truth, and the life. Uh, because a lot of culture uh, that we live in today, our culture likes to think very um, inclusively. And so one of the claims, the first claim that you might hear people make uh, when they kind of push back against the exclusivity of following Jesus or the exclusivity of any worldview is they'll say that, well, all major religions are equally valid and they pretty much teach the same thing, you know, kind of that whole view that that all roads and all uh, worldviews, whichever one you take, they all lead to the same place. And, and that, that sounds very, very nice on the surface, but if we unpack that a little bit more, we actually discover that, that while perhaps uh, all major world religions may look similar on the surface, they're very, very dissimilar as we get underneath. In fact, Buddhism, if we look at Buddhism, Buddhism was actually created uh, as, a, as a pushback to Hinduism. Um, Guantanamo Buddha uh, pushed back against the Hindu caste system. He didn't believe that that was right, and uh, and began and to explore uh, a journey that ended up with uh, what we would now know as Buddhism. Um, and further to that, if you scratch below the surface of Buddhism and you compare that with Christianity, Buddhism actually doesn't believe in a god that is personal. Um, Christianity, on the other hand, believes in a God that is triune, believes in a God that is personal, and actually stepped into history to get to know you. So this claim that all religions are equally valid, they pretty much teach the same thing. It sounds nice on the surface, but when you dig a little bit deeper, you find out that it's actually just not quite true. Uh, the second claim 
that uh, that inclusivists will make is that well, every religion sees a part of a bigger picture. Every religion is one part of understanding of a larger truth. Uh, there's a very very common illustration that's given. It'll say you know well, there's a uh, a number of different blind people and they come up to an elephant. And when they come up to this elephant, one person is grabbing the leg and they're saying, they're describing it. They're saying it's a trunk. It's huge. It's massive. Um, it, it's, it's like a tree. It's so strong. Where someone else is grabbing the tail and they're kind of saying, well, it's, you know, it's small. It's, it's not a trunk. It, it kind of moves all over the place. It's, uh, it's something completely different. Uh, then uh, someone may grab the ears and touch the ears and they say, well, it, it, it doesn't feel like a tree. It, it doesn't feel like, uh, it doesn't move all around the place. It, it, this one sways back and forth. And what they'll say is, well, all these blind people and all these people who can't see are describing an elephant. But because they're describing different parts of it, they, they see it and they, they understand it in a different way. And so what they'll say is, they'll say, well, religion is much the same. You know, all the major world religions just see a different part of God. The problem that I see when I look at that illustration is it's coming from the perspective of someone who can see everyone looking at the elephant. It's coming from the perspective of someone who can see everything and who can actually say, well, no, there actually is one ultimate worldview. There is one worldview. In this example, it's the elephant. And so the actual illustration that it's trying to prove that, that all worldviews actually just paint a different picture of the bigger thing kind of backfires because it's coming from the vantage point of someone who is actually making an absolute truth claim and who is actually making a claim that, no, 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 there is one particular way in which to view the world. And so that kind of claim doesn't really um, stand up either. The final claim that we're going to look at uh, in this bonus episode is is the claim that, that well, it's kind of, it's really narrow-minded of Christians to insist that they have the correct worldview. That's so narrow-minded. And uh, and that's an accusation that has been leveled against followers of Jesus. Well, you know, if you're a follower of Jesus, you're narrow-minded. And, uh, and I can definitely understand uh, why people would say that and why people would think that. Um, and, but, and while it may sound open-minded, it's, it's actually not, because the truth is everyone's worldview is narrow-minded. Uh, the reason that you hold your views and your values is because you've thought them through, and out of a possible number of options— a possible number of worldviews, you've chosen to adhere to the way that you look and the way that you think about the world. And so, uh, by the very fact that you've chosen your worldview, you've said no to a whole uh, range of other worldviews. Essentially, what you've done is you've said, well, the worldview that I want to hold and the way that I want to live my life is correct, and I don't agree with or I think that the other worldviews are wrong, and as such, I don't want to live my life in that way. So, in fact, everyone has a narrow-minded view of the world because everyone believes that their understanding of the world is the best understanding of the world. And if they don't believe it's the best understanding of the world, they're looking for a way that helps them better understand the world. Now, at the start of the podcast, I said I wasn't just going to push back against uh, some of the ideas of inclusivist claims, but I was actually going to give you a way to move forward and work through this idea of the exclusivity of following Jesus. Because at the end of the day, Christianity is a truth claim. It is a claim that Jesus entered into a time in history and made certain claims during that time in history and claimed to be God. Then he claimed to die and rise again. And so the action point I want to give you and the challenge that I want to give you is 
if you want to discover the truth claim about Christianity, then you need to test the truth claims about Jesus. You need to actually go and discover and, and look uh, look some of these claims in the face and wrestle it to the ground and answer questions like, who is Jesus? You know, is he a lunatic? Is he a liar? Or is he the savior of the world? But you'll only discover the answer to that if you wrestle these truth claims to the ground. Hey, thank you so much for joining us on this bonus edition of the Beyond Church podcast. We would love to have you join us at one of our weekend experiences, and those are at 8.30 a.m. and 6.30 p.m. on Sunday evenings. So you can find more about us on our social medias, Instagram and Facebook, at Beyond Church AU. Or if you want to take a next step in your faith journey, you can go to www.beyondchurch.com.au right now.